Four decades and two Hall of Fames later, Trey Ware is still waking up Texas. It's informational. I learned a lot of things. Very informative. This is the 550 KTSA Morning News with Trey Ware. You know, I think everyone should listen. <laughs> now on FM 1071. Isn't it something that the Republicans had their big night last night, right, for their very first debate of the primary season? And now you've got all these mass shootings that are going on. One in Orange County, California right now. The other one yesterday in Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. That guy's dead, by the way. He ran out of bullets. That's what happens eventually. You're going to run out. Um, And then, of course, you had the guy who was trying to kill Putin. He was actually killed by Putin yesterday. Shot out of the sky while flying over Moscow. Or going to Moscow. So uh, all of that right there. Was, was meant to, and I believe planned to, distract from last night. The biggest distraction from last night is coming later tonight when Donald Trump will turn himself in. You know, Giuliani and the rest of them, they had their mug shots put out yesterday. I put his up on my social medias yesterday because there he was. It's Trump. It, it truly is a mug shot. He's not wearing orange. They're wearing their suits, but uh, they the, were all there. Sydney had hers done. Jenna had hers done. They all had them all done. Uh, down in Fulton County, and today it's going to be Trump's. So we're going to break down the debate a little bit. There's a lot of uh, – let me just put let, – let me set the stage real quick. Yes, I'm going to talk a lot about the debate this morning, and we got some great sound from the debate from last night. However, there is other stuff making news, and you're going to get it right here on KTSA this morning. Uh, but I do want to take your calls. I do want to hear from you because I'm going to tell you what I think, and Elena will tell you what she thinks, and Jimmy – and Christian will tell you what they think about the debate last night. We'll all kind of bounce around the table here in a minute. But I definitely want to hear from you this morning as well. We all want to hear from you this morning what you thought uh, th- or how you thought things went for whom last night, so on, at uh, 210-599-5555. First question of the day, did Trump do the right thing by skipping? And the answer to that is yes, okay? Uh, in my view, Trump didn't need to be there last night. There was nothing to be gained last night, and he most assuredly was going to be ganged up on last night. And in absentia, they went after Vivek Ramaswamy, and he was the whipping boy last night. He was the post that they were going to beat on all night last night, and they, they tried. But he was tough. I'll get into that in a minute. So first question for you this morning to ponder and call me with, did Trump do the right thing by skipping out? I say yes. Absolutely unnecessary. He was over there with Tucker. They have 150 million views so far this morning. In the first 20 minutes last night, they had 33 million views. In the first hour last night, they had 76 million views. And as of this morning, it's right around 150 million views of the Tucker Carlson interview, which was phenomenal. I am so happy. I can't tell you how happy I am that uh, Tucker Carlson is not in the big corporate media anymore. He's in a place where he can ask whatever damn question he wants to ask. And he asked some, some good ones last night of, of Donald Trump, including they're just going to kill you, aren't they? Which is something I've been bringing up. and I, It's a terrible, sensitive subject to, to have to bring up. But he, he said the same thing that I've been saying you've heard me say. And that is, first of all, they persecuted him, and now they're prosecuting him. And every time they do that to him, his numbers go up. So Tucker just said to him, they're just going to kill you, aren't they? So we'll talk about that. Uh, The big winner last night, obviously, right off the bat, was Oliver Anthony. (laughs) That was the first thing they did last night. They ran a part of his song, Rich Men North of Richmond, and, um, and showed him. And so for... 
those who had not been exposed to Oliver Anthony and that song, and it was like 20 million or so that watched Fox last night, something like that, somewhere in that number. And so they got to see him, and boy, if I'm Oliver Anthony this morning, I'm I'm sending a Corvette over to, uh, you know, a 67 Corvette over to Brett Bear and to Martha McCallum as well for starting that whole show with me. He was a big winner. What I didn't hear enough about last night was the economy and the border. Inflation is destroying the middle class. Right now, on average, families are spending $10,000 more than they did when Donald Trump left office on just the sustainables, just the stuff you have to have. Not talking about vacations and nice stuff and all that. I'm talking about the stuff you have to have. As of right now, the middle class is spending $10,000 more for that same stuff. And so that didn't come up last night. Inflation, the economy, all these things were touched on, but that didn't come up last night. The, the economy and what it's doing to the middle class. The border, of course, it was it was talked about last night. I thought DeSantis had a good answer about killing the cartels and going into Mexico to do so. Uh, but it was it was not fleshed out as much as I wanted to hear it fleshed out. That's just my own personal opinion because illegal immigration is killing America from the inside out with drugs and crimes and, and, and homelessness, and I didn't hear it uh, quite enough on, on the border here. Uh, there was nothing uh, said last night about the government that is currently bringing back COVID. We have an entire school district, young Rungi School District here in Texas, that is shut down right now. They have 10 cases of COVID. 10! 10! 10 cases of a cold. And they shut down the school district down there. Um, and so nobody asked any people, will you lock down again? Will you do vax mandates again? Nobody was, that question didn't even come up. There was nothing about an election integrity. Uh, two years ago, three years ago now, we went through the biggest cheat we've ever seen. Cheat by mail, everybody stay home, we all know what happened. And and not a question about that last night. So that's that's what I didn't hear last night. What I did hear was Vivek Ramaswamy planting the flag on the issues that MAGA cares about, MAGA country cares about. He planted the flag, he stuck with those issues, he was the closest to Trump, and he took the most fire for having those issues, for standing on those issues. And number one reason he took the most fire last night they were coming after him was because his polls are rising and nobody else's are. Everybody else is either going down or staying steady. But he was strong on the border. He was strong on the economy. He was strong on family, was he ever, when he talked about his wife and he talked about not having a two-parent household and all that kind of stuff. He was strong on Ukraine, and he was tough on crime last night. So he planted the flag on the issues that he connected. He was as if Donald Trump were there without it being full-on Donald Trump's personality and all that. I'm talking about just on the issues. Mike Pence was on the attack last night. He's completely different. Mike is usually milk toast. He's usually just there, just kind of like a wallpaper kind of thing, you know. But last night, he felt like if he was going to grow in his numbers, he had to get on the attack, he had to be on the offensive, and he had to go after Vivek Ramaswamy, which is exactly what he did. He went after Vivek Ramaswamy. DeSantis was the same. Uh, he may have helped himself a little bit on lockdowns, a little bit on those prosecutors he got rid of, a little bit. I think he helped himself the most on the border by saying the, the military is going to take out. We're, we're going to treat the military like – we're going to treat the cartels like they're ISIS. That's exactly what has to happen. And uh, he said he would do that. So that was good. 
Uh, Brett had to scold the audience a couple of times for being boisterous. I have some more thoughts on that I'll flesh out as the morning goes on. So some other thoughts I have, just looking down the line. It was obvious that Solo Serve had a sale on red ties. (laughs) They all had a red tie on, except for Nikki. She was wearing a towel. (laughs) She was. She was wearing a towel. She just got in the shower over it there at the Motel 6. Huh? Wasn't it like a lilac colored No, suit? it was a towel. She wrapped a towel. <laughs> she had the robe on from, <laughs> from the nice. Motel 6 when she left this morning. <laughs> she put the robe on, and she showed up for the debate. Come on, Nikki, put some dang clothes on. Couldn't you find a red dress? Come on. Put, some, put a red dress on. What are you doing wearing the robe from the hotel? It, it, it did. It had the monogram from the hotel right there. Omni, a big O on the side of it. Omni. Let's see here. What else? Oh, Vivek. Love the smile, bro, but turn the teeth down a little bit. Wow. <laughs> Good Lord, was that some bright teeth. I was like, ah, yeah, oh, man. Yes, I like white teeth, but Lord, it loads. Uh. He just went through that process where they put that goop on your face and they shine that light on your face, on your mouth. That's what he just went through. Vivek, it looked great, but, man, you turn it down a little bit. Let's see here. Hutchinson looked like Walter the puppet. Uh, <laughs> go back and look at him. And Burgum, Burgum down at the end, he was the North Carolina or North uh, North Dakota uh, governor. Actually, one, one side comment about Burgum. He actually sounded the most – uh, of the uh, like a republic, like a uh, republicanism, uh, like it's states' rights. He even pulled the Constitution out of his pocket and said, "States get to decide this." Tenth Amendment, this is states' rights issue. He sounded the most like though that that than any of. But he did have the Martin Scorsese eyebrows going on, did he? Yeah, he should have <laughs> stayed in the ER though. <laughs> yeah, well, useless. look, he's gone. Uh, Hutchinson's gone. Christie ought to be gone. Tim Scott, love you, man. But, you, you know, he was wallpaper last night yeah. too, as, if, it, it, as if he wasn't even there. He was fine. He was fine. But this thing is is Pence, and Pence will be gone soon. But it, it, it's Pence, Ramaswamy, and DeSantis uh, right now. That's what it is. That's what it boiled down to last night. All the others, uh, Dr. Evil, can punch the button. They can fall in the shark tank and, and see if they're able to swim away. John, good morning to you. What do you think? I couldn't find it on broadcast TV, so I li- I watched it on the radio, and I uh, missed the intro. So uh, this morning, but also taking your calls from last night's debate, your th- your thoughts on it at two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. As far as Trump is concerned, ABC, that wonderful propaganda network, ABC, full of propaganda. That's all they can do. They don't do any real news. It's all just. What 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 the deep state wants? What's the sewer want us to put out? They said this morning that Trump tried to counter program in an interview by Tucker Carlson by putting out more false election claims. That's how they described the interview last night. It's now got about 150 million views. Let's start with cut number four. Mike Pence on the attack going after Vivek Ramaswamy. Now is not the time for on-the-job training. We don't need to bring in a rookie. We don't need to bring in people without experience. So the real question is, when is... Look, I'm in the baby boomer generation. I'm at the end of it. I was born in 63. It was over in 64, right? When when aren't the baby boomers, when when are the old farts going to exit the stage and let the young blood come in? 
and have their way. It, Republicans, if you want to win, that's exactly what you have to do. Is you have to do you have to make a smart transition. And Vivek had some great answers too when he said, "Why in the world are you guys going to see your pope, your pope, meaning Zelensky, when they keep going over there and kissing his ring over in uh, in Ukraine?" And you have yet to go to the border. You have yet to go to Maui. You have yet to go to the south side of Chicago where they're killing people left and right. And Vivek said, America first. I would not. And I think that this is disastrous. That we are protecting against an invasion across somebody else's border when we should use those same military resources to prevent across the invasion of our own southern border here in the United States of America. We are driving Russia further into China's hands. The Russia-China alliance is the single greatest threat we face. And I find it offensive that we have professional politicians on the stage that will make a pilgrimage to Kiev, to their Pope, Zelensky, without doing the same thing for people in Maui or the south side of Chicago or Kensington. I think that we have to put the interests of Americans first. They couldn't shut him down quick enough, could they? They just had to shut him up, man. They could not have him talk. He did talk excited. He didn't do what I was hoping. What were you hoping? That he would be calmer. Oh, no. No, I, he, I, the bright lights, he was... Sure. Well, first of all, this was his first debate ever, and he I said know, that. My I first know. one he I've ever done. He was a little done. nervous, but he I, was also, uh, like Jimmy said, he was also like a chihuahua on crack. He was just real snarky. Um, I, I think, was being, I think you're right at, fir- at the beginning of the debate. But as the debate went on, he got a whole lot better. And yeah. he, he raised he his hand, down. and okay. he, you know, he's the one who said, I will... I will uh, uh, give Donald Trump the the pass, you know. I, yeah. I, none of none of the rest of them raised their hand, even when they said, "Will you still support Donald Trump?" I was disappointed in DeSantis because he had to look around and see who all was raising their hand yeah. first. Now, all of them but Hutchinson raised their hand uh, eventually, but he, you know, he had to look around to see who was raising their hand. Uh, of course, who the hell else are you going to support? Well, isn't that the the question that where DeSantis said, "Hey, we're not school kids here." Uh, yeah, with, I, with raising your hand, well, it, I didn't understand that either. That I, I think of... that might have been. Was that on Ukraine? I'm not sure the the question. I think I sent it to Jimmy, but he said, "Treat us, you know, we're not kids here, not so let's have a debate. Here. We're not school we're children. Not I'm just sitting here with our hands raising and going up and down and all that." <laughs> yeah, time. I didn't like that either. Right? Yeah, <clears throat> but look, Ramaswamy, and I got some questions about him. Okay, I'm I'm digging into him a little bit more on climate change. Did he change on climate change? Did he at one time say climate change was real, and now he's saying it was a hoax. Last night he said it was a hoax. I'm looking into that to find out more. Is he truly trying to defund Israel and us sending money to Israel? That came up last night. Didn't Nikki Haley back down from it after she said it? Did she come back? I've got that interaction about that. Oh, let's roll it. Let's hear it. Stage, You've been pushing this lie all you week, You want Nikki. to go and defund Israel? Yes. You want to okay, let me address that. I'm glad you, you brought that up. Go and you I'm going to address up. each of those. Yeah. This is the You've been pushing this lie all week, Nikki. You want to go and defund Israel? You want to Okay, let me address that. I'm glad you brought that up. I'm going to address each of those. This is the false lies of a professional politician. There you so the reality make America is, less safe. You have no foreign me, policy experience, and it shows. And you know what? Where'd it go? You have shows and the wars we've gotten into. I have to address that. So our relationship with Israel will never be stronger than by the end of my first term. But it's not a client relationship. It is a friendship. 
Okay, I, let me just say something about the crowd. I, that was really disjointed, but let me just say something about the crowd real quick here. I, I'm more interested in the, in, the, in the substance. I'm more interested in what they're talking about. I'm more interested in hearing from them than this being a WWE event where they can put on their tights and jump in the ring with each other. Uh, I know that's exciting for television. I know the, the guys over at the networks, they want that crowd interaction and reaction because it drives the excitement of the event. Oh, my God, it's much more exciting. I don't care about that. I care about the substance. I don't care about the showbiz part of it. I want to know what's in these people's heads and why I should vote for them to be president of this country. And with all the screaming and all the cheering and all the hollering and all the talking over each other, I, I, very little content was really expressed out of this thing. You could have gotten more content in two hours than what you got had you not had that audience in there screaming like they were. Now, I don't know if you just need to tell the audience to shut up or if, if you need to do it in a studio where there is no audience or maybe the way Fox does stuff now with a little bitty like the Hannity audience that's got like 15 people. I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. I believe, you know, you just do it one-on-one -on -one and you don't have that kind of stuff. If if you're serious about getting to the substance, Fox isn't. They're, they're serious about putting on a show and getting ratings. That's all they wanted. And a crowd cheering like a WWE event, that's exactly what you get. But I want the substance. I want to hear from them. I don't want them screaming over each other. I don't want them talking over each other. And I don't want the crowd screaming while they're talking over each other. There, I said it. I vented a little bit, but that's how I felt about it. I said, everybody shut up and let him talk. Everybody shut up and let her talk. Quit screaming. Quit jumping up and down and clapping your hands. Let these people talk so those of us who care about what happens in this country can hear what these people have to say. You kept drowning them out last night. They were drowning each other out, and the crowd was drowning them out last night. That's how I felt about it. Yeah, you're right. I, I agree. And Crazy. Brett Bear a couple of times had to turn around and tell them right. to lower it down. And right. I know that they Well, that's when I would have kicked them out. If I was Brett Bear at that point, I would have kicked them out and said, get the hell out of here. I'm trying to do a debate. I'm trying to get the information out to the people, and you're you're destroying it. Brett Bear is more worried about his hair than what you just said. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'll tell you this. I wasn't impressed with either of the of the moderators. I was not. I think the questions were off. I don't think they were tough enough. I think that they no, were. No, they, they were completely overwhelmed. Yeah, they were, and they let people walk. I think both of them were that way. Okay, for a first yeah. debate, right. as far as introducing these candidates to the United States, uh -huh. how did that go over towards to you? Um, I thought it was fine. I, I didn't need to be introduced to them. What I needed to hear was their, their well, positions That's on the because policies. you do what you do for a living. Well, but, but Joe a lot of Plummer do. didn't know any of these people. Maybe not. So Maybe not. was this an introduction debate and softball not, served up easy? Oh, yeah, it was a softball. But, they, again, they, a lot of their answers were covered up by crowd screaming and by them talking over each other. It was not a good introduction as, as far as I was concerned because I don't think anybody walked away with firm, solid positions that people had. Go ahead, Chase. You're on quickly, please. I would agree with you, Trey, that that's exactly right. There are just too many up there, and as they shrink down, we're going to get more substance especially the ones on the outside. Yeah. We don't need to hear from them. Yeah. Um, so the, the three, I think, will be the ones we need to listen to, and, yeah. and we're going to get that. We need to substitute from that. And, and Trump's going to jump in, too, when we get to that point. So I think that uh, Walter the puppet could have stayed home and Scorsese's eyebrows could have stayed home, too. And, Nikki, go buy a dress, girl. Don't be wearing a robe next time you come into one of these it things. It was probably expensive, Elaine, right? That, that oh, probably yeah. robe wasn't cheap. Nice, I got a robe nice in my closet suit. for – it's, it was not a robe. It was a. She, it that, was a suit. That girl's wearing a robe. It's an expensive <laughs> robe. I guarantee it. That, 
that that was nice. That was nice clothing. It looked thick, stitched very oh, well. Oh, yes, stop it. It was a business suit. That no, it was a fluffy It was a light No, it was suit. a fluffy robe. That's all it was. It was a terry cloth robe. It might even have been a terry cloth towel that she had on her head 30 minutes before. <laughs> could have been a bi- it could have been a business robe. Is that what it was? <laughs> yeah, there you go. All right. Cuz it's business time. <laughs> next time yeah. everybody else wear your tuna, your tunics and your and your togas next time. All right, more on this coming up. KTSA. Are you struggling to beat the heat in your sweltering? To break down last night's debates and uh, and taking your call at 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. Your thoughts and comments. ABC this morning. I just love ABC. I love them. I love them. I love them. I love them. <laughs> ABC says Trump tried to counter-program in an interview with Tucker Carlson where he was spreading more false election claims. Okay, Jimmy, run some sound for me, please. Biden and thinks someone else has got to be running the government. Well, somebody else has to be. Uh, I don't think he's capable of doing no. anything. Look, when I debated him, I said, how come, and this was in front of probably not a friend of yours, Chris Wallace, he was the moderator. Not a friend. I said, why did, why is it, he wants to be Mike, but he doesn't have the talent. It's one of those. Bitchy little little man. He wanted to be his father, but he didn't have the. (laughs) That's all. We had to get that in there. He's a bitchy little man. (laughs) Listen, I just love how Tucker can be Tucker now. And he doesn't have to fa- carry their water over here for some corporate media interest. I hate that, that these guys, Martha was doing it last night, Brett Bear's doing it, they're all, because they want their gig. Sean Hannity, what a milk toast panty waist Sean Hannity was last night. So what did you think about the debate? And how did you think that, no, no, Sean, what did you think about the debate, man? At least those guys that were coming on your show, they had the guts to tell everybody what they thought. Chip Roy's in it for DeSantis. He said so last night. Byron Donald sitting right next to him. He said, no, uh-uh, Trump's the man. The only guy that matters wasn't even in the room last night. And they did bring up Trump, and they did bring up the, the cases that are pending against Trump, and he says he's going to turn himself in later on today for processing down in Georgia. Yesterday, they put out the uh, mug shots of Giuliani and the others who are you know, accused of this crime that nobody can really say what the crime is against uh, Donald Trump. Uh, Twitter, uh, where he X, where the where the interview was last night, it's about 150 million views. Okay, uh, they were lucky to have 10 people watching that debate last night. Okay, their numbers showed about 20 million. I don't know that I believe that, but anyway. Also during the Tucker interview, uh, Donald Trump called the indictments all. Bull, you know what? Bull bleep. Can I say it if I just say it's a quote? Or do you think everybody knows what? If I say, Donald Trump called the indictments, quote, no, I still can't say it. Elaine's shaking her head. Everybody knows what what we're talking about, right? Okay, <laughs> good. Yeah. I think we get it. <laughs> sorry. You can it's, say uh, bull poop. Bull poop poop. Allergies. Sorry. Bull poopy. Donald Trump with uh, Tucker Carlson. The border is the number one issue. Seal up the border good and tight. He's right. And then Tucker asked him, and we're going to get this sound. That, now they just got to kill you, you're right? Right, because every time they prosecute you, your numbers go up. And now it's just down. And I've been saying this. How many times have you heard me say, you know, it's persecute, prosecute, assassinate. That's how these deep state people work and, and all, over, all over the globe. Uh, look what Putin did to a guy who was making a move on him yesterday. Blew him out of the sky yesterday. Hey, Trump better mm-hmm. get his plane checked. <laughs> 
Right. Well, <laughs> right. No, I've said that many, many times. Quite often. That 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 uh, black and red plane is the thing he needs to pay close attention to. Uh, so Tucker asked him about that last day. You know, they're just going to kill you now, aren't they? And so he, he just, you know, he gave a really political answer. I think the people of our country don't get enough credit for how smart they are. I'm not sure you would have to say this 10 years ago, but they get it. They really get it. When somebody gets indicted, blah, 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 et cetera, et cetera. Uh, and then Trump went after uh, Fox News credibility, praising Tucker, saying the good day, the good old days are over with, and that's for sure. There's no doubt about that. Oh, he asked him, <laughs> did Jeffrey Epstein kill himself? And Trump said, I think he probably did. You know, he kind of danced around a little bit. He said, fine, well, I, I think he probably did. And uh, he said, what do you think, Tucker? And Tucker said, no, oh, no, he was killed. <laughs> I love that. I love Tucker doing that. You know, no, he was killed. They murdered him. Ah, perfect. So anyway, um, as far as the debate goes, your thoughts, did Trump do the right thing by skipping? Yes, he did. He'll get in when the clowns are gone, all right, when they're done. Uh, when, when Walter is out of the picture, that's Asa Hutchinson. When the guy with the Scorsese eyebrows is gone, oh, there he is. He's on. He's on right now. Look at his eyebrows. Those are Martin Scorsese eyebrows. Uh, Doug Burgum, uh, when he's gone, which he is now. I mean, these guys are gone. Uh, I'm sorry, Tim Scott. You know, Tim needed a much stronger debate last night, and he was kind of milk toast. He was kind of wallpaper last night. He didn't do anything exciting last night. So we'll see if he's going to be able to hang in there. Did you Did you like uh, Trump's new hair color? Yeah, it's not. It's not bad. He's got. He's he's letting a little more gray or white. Keep in, going. Yeah, a little more in yep. in his he's hair. Not, he's not coloring it. I noticed that immediately yeah. on the clips. Yeah, Nancy and I talked about that about two weeks ago. We were looking at a picture, and she he's said, "Colored his hair." No, yeah, well, it's not coloring. I, he's I letting the white come in. I think he's in. letting oh. the natural yeah. come in. Yeah, he's a letting snow the white on the roof. <laughs> yes. yes. Yeah, he's yeah. getting a little more of that stuff. Yeah. But I think he did the right thing by not showing up last night. Why, what, yes, there was yeah, nothing for him to gain last night to be in that circus in I the middle the of that. I think the people that are so. going to uh, get, uh, I guess, funding and, and people are going to contribute to their campaigns, it's going to be Vivek, Mike Pence, and Nikki Haley. Uh, DeSantis probably might get a little. Yeah, DeSantis Look, was okay. I, I think I think DeSantis is is a, he was pretty milk toast last night. He was trying not to hurt himself. He didn't want to. He was he, he's he's on the precipice of going way down. Yeah. Oh, so he went prevent defense uh, yeah. to not lose the yeah, game. That's it. He was playing not to lose last night instead of playing to win. Vivek Ramaswamy and Mike Pence were playing to win last yeah. night, particularly Mike Pence. He was laying it all on the line. He was, I was getting after. I was pleasantly his... surprised with Mike Pence. Yeah, well, he it, he, he looked he looked better than I thought he would come off. Elaine, I agree. Yeah. Well, yeah. at the very least, he decided he wasn't going to be wallpaper, which. Right. You know, like I said, Tim Scott was wallpaper. Uh, DeSantis was pretty wallpaper. Although he he connected, I think, on the border thing, take, treating the cartels like they're ISIS and destroying the cartels like we would radical Islamic terrorism. I think that that was a smart move on his part. Other than that, he played it real soft. He's, he was kind of eh, eh. I think he's doing that on purpose. I do, so too. So everyone can see the other clowns. Yeah. And let them fall by the wayside, right. and then when it comes to it, yeah. he'll get scrappy with Trump. That's what I think too. I, I very exactly right. Great analysis there, because I feel the same way. I think what he's doing is uh, playing not to lose, because he's got a lot to lose right now. Let all the others go away, which Chris Christie, I think he needs to go away, uh, and the the others I just mentioned, Hutchinson needs to go away. Down on the other end, Bergram needs to go away. Tim Scott. I'd like for you to hang around because I really do like you, but I don't think you did anything to help yourself last night. And the debate last night really turned out to be between Pence, Vivek, and, uh, and, and Nikki Haley. That's who it turned out to be against last night.
you know, as far as those who were actively participating in the debate, the others were just kind of there. Uh, the big winner was Oliver Anthony because they started the show with his song. <laughs> the Rich Man song yeah, or the other one? Rich Man. Well, now he's... They started it with that. That was the first thing they did last night. But now right? Oliver's a rich man. Right. Oh, boy, is he ever. And if he moves one centimeter north of Richmond, he's going to be in a whole lot of trouble. Um, I, uh, again, I'll just break this down uh, like I did last half hour. I didn't hear enough about the economy or the border. I wanted to hear more. This is just my personal take. I wanted to hear more about the economy and the border because those two issues right there are defining the United States of America as we speak. It's not Ukraine, although that's muy importante. What the, the issues that are defining us right now, the economy and the border, and almost every other issue that we face in America right now and our children will face are tied to the economy and the border. Almost everything. People are becoming dirt poor every day. And it's, and, it, and it's because of the inflation and the economy that is brought about by the political decisions being made in Washington, D.C. The middle class is being destroyed every day. Their savings, their 401Ks, everything is being eaten up every single day. On average, the American family is spending $10,000 more for the same goods, and I'm just talking about life-sustaining goods. I'm not talking about the niceties. I'm not talking about movies or vacations. No, I'm talking about food, gasoline, heating and cooling your home, all of those kind of things. On average, Americans are spending $10,000 more for that than they did before this guy came into office. I wanted to hear that addressed. The border is bringing all kinds of problems to us. Obviously, human trafficking. Obviously, children trafficking. Watch the movie. Obviously, illegal immigration has increased drugs. And with that, 100,000 of our children have died from fentanyl poisoning directly related back to the border. The rise in crime in America. You have illegal aliens in this country. And you have criminal gangs in this country that have been launched in this country by the cartels. And they are taking over this country bit by bit. And you cannot deny the problem of homelessness here being tied to the border at this point. So a lot of the issues... They spent a lot of time talking about a whole lot of other stuff last night, and I don't believe they spent enough time talking about the economy or the border. They did not talk about the government trying to bring back COVID right now, which is exactly what they're attempting to do. You have a school district in Carnes County, Rungi School District, is closed down for the rest of this week because they have 10, 10 cases of COVID, which doctors are classifying as a cold at this point. Doctors yesterday. We're saying COVID is nothing more than a cold at this point, and they shut down an entire school district in Carnes County because of 10, count them, 10 cases. The government is doing all they can do to bring back COVID restrictions. What are you going to do, Mr. DeSantis, Mr. Pence, Mr. Ramaswamy? What are you going to do if you become president and the government wants to shut down because of COVID? And there was nothing about election integrity, which is something that we're all very concerned about because we saw what happened in 2020. We saw the fact that many of us felt like our vote was canceled out by illegal voting in this country. What are you going to do? What is your policy going to be concerning voting in this country to get it back on track where people don't feel like they have been cheated out of their vote? They didn't cover those issues last night as well, and th- and therefore I you know I I give I give Martha and, and and Brett a B just a B 
for the, for their performance. I don't think they were that great last your night. Your butt should have been on that stage last you're, night. You're being nice. You're being like the soft teachers. <laughs> but, you don't give a zero. All right, so I should have given them an F. Oh, that's, a, that's a they C minus. Yeah, C minus. Okay. Yeah. I am being nice. I am being magnanimous. You're right. I am. I am. You're right. I padded that a little bit. I gave them a little extra credit for showing up. And they did look nice, so I gave them, a, you know, I gave them ten points for looking nice. But you're right. I mean, their performance was that, that was not be worthy. No. Well, first of all, I tell you who should have done that debate last night. Tucker Carlson should have been mm-hmm. the moderator of the debate, yeah. right? Because he pulls no punches. He he has no BS. Or and, Trey Ware, and he pulls yeah. ratings. I would have done it too. I would I would have gone right after these people and. And the audience, too. I would have the audience calm down. So, anyway, okay, we'll take a quick break. If anybody wants to comment, 210-599-5555, Trey Ware, KTSA. Hi, Trey Ware here for Texas Rhino Shield. Guests of the 550 KTSA Morning News with Trey Ware appear courtesy of the Stevens Roofing Newsmaker Hotline. Okay, it's uh, 554 now at KTSA. Vivek planted the flag on the issues that MAGA cares about. He was the closest in issues to Trump last night, border economy, family, Ukraine, crime, and as a result, he took the most flack last night because his numbers are going up. Pence was the attack dog last night, no doubt about that. Pence was told by his handlers, you need to get after it, you need to go in there, you need to chew some butt, and that's what he did last night. I don't know, maybe he helped himself a little bit, uh, DeSantis just kind of stayed level. He stayed out of the way. He's letting the, the, the herd call a little bit. So kind of a milk toast approach uh, last night. Uh, Celeste just sent me a text. She said, when discussing illegal aliens, please don't forget to mention what they're doing to our schools, too. Well, that's true. I do mention that quite a bit. The diseases that are coming in and the fact that the kids are going to the schools and taking those diseases with them. Let's see here. Another text says, Trey, we probably get up for our day at a similar time but uh, fortunately for me i know you're going to stay up for the news thanks for carrying the heavy load and then delivering an accurate account of it well i, th- I appreciate that uh, thank you very much for those kind words you said jimmy that you had some sound of uh, a fat man or what's the deal here what's it you- hold on i've had enough i've had enough already tonight of a guy who sounds like chat gpt standing up here and the last person in one of these debates, Brett, who stood in the middle of the stage and said, what's a skinny guy with an odd last name doing up here was Barack Obama. And I'm afraid we're dealing with the same type of amateur. OK, so let me cover that for just a second here, OK, because this is what I got out of Chris Christie all night last night. And anybody who wants to call in, feel free. The phones will be open all morning at 210-599-5555. Somebody had written a bunch of one-liners for him on stuff like that. Okay, that's clearly what that was. That was a one-liner. It was a one-shot at Ramaswamy comparing him to Barack Obama. Let me not forget and let me remind you that after Hurricane Sandy, Superstorm Sandy went up the East Coast, the guy who was kissing Barack's butt in the middle of the bridge was Chris Christie. If you recall, he was the darling of conservatives until Barack showed up with a checkbook in New Jersey. And Chris said, okay, bend over. I'm going to kiss you. And he did, right there in front of God and everybody. So Chris Christie, you know, talking about Barack Obama is just, to me, it's, it's hilarious. I didn't get any real positions out of him. He, he was there to go after Trump with one-liners, and he was there to go after Ramaswamy with one-liners. I want substance. That's what I want. And with everybody screaming over each other and the audience screaming and cheering and screaming and booing and all those stuff, you didn't get a whole lot of substance out of last night. You didn't. 
you got some ideas and you got a few thoughts, but you didn't get what you what the American needs right now is firm positions on the issues and nailing these people down and holding them down. And I, I, I don't think that America got that last night. But again, again, I say that saying that we're in the winnowing process. We're now, you know, the clown car is about to exit and take some of them with them. Or as I said yesterday, Dr. Evil is about to punch the button on his chair and a few of them are going to fall into the shark tank. I'll have enough of you. Thank you. Down they go to the shark tank and they, they get ate up. I think that's going to happen after this, after last night, and we're going to start the winnowing process. And after about, they've got the next debate coming up in the end of September over in California at the Reagan Library. And when that's over, I think that's when Trump is going to jump in and go head-to-head probably with uh, with Vivek and, uh, and DeSantis at that point. But we'll see. All right, your thoughts coming up. Trey Ware, KTSA. Hey, it's Sean. Let me ask you something. Does your knee pain kill? Yeah, 606 KTSA. Good morning, San Antonio. Good morning, Texas. Good morning, world. My phone lines are open at 210-599-5555. I was hearing from some people during the break there, and they were saying that, um, you know, and, and, and several texters this morning, I didn't watch the debate last night, not one little minute of it, could care less about watching the debate because I knew when I turned on the radio this morning you'd be talking about it, and there you were. You were talking about it this morning. Yes, I watched it. I made notes, and I'm talking about it, but I'd love to hear from those of you who did see it. 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. Uh, first question right out of the box, did Trump do the right thing by avoiding it? Yes, he did. Uh, there was nothing to be gained by him going last night. He'll get in, folks. So for all you people over at Fox who are trying to shame Trump, he should have been here talking to the uh, to the suburban housewife. He'll talk to suburban housewife. Suburban housewife think, knows what he thinks anyway. But uh, he'll he'll show up when they get rid of the clowns. And there were some clowns in the clown show last night. Oliver Anthony was the big winner. They started the show with his song, Rich Men North of Richmond. So people who had not heard his song, well, guess what? They heard some of it last night. I would be, like, jumping up and down, man. I would be going crazy. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I would go kiss the Fox producers on the lips if I were him. Uh, there wasn't enough on the economy and the border, uh, what's going on with inflation. There wasn't anything about the government, government trying to bring back COVID. There was nothing there about election integrity last night. There was a whole lot of screaming, and I thought the crowd, look, just this is my own personal taste for these things. I know everybody's different. Some people love that whole world, you know, that old uh, what, worldwide wrestling or whatever they call it, WWE crap. People love that kind of atmosphere and all that. Uh, I, I'm not one of those. You can take me out of that camp. This is serious to me. To me, this is the future of our country. To me, what these people are saying matters, and I want it to come through clearly. And when you got people screaming and you got the candidates talking over each other, what they're saying and what they believe is not coming through. Now, I say that knowing that we're in the winnowing process and it's just the beginning and all that. I get that. I understand. I'm clear on that. I didn't start this yesterday, okay? I've been at this for 50 years. I understand. But I want to hear what they have to say because my country matters to me. And many, many times you could not hear what they were saying last night. It was just completely drowned out with the screaming and the crowd and them talking over each other and everything else, okay? And that's not old fartiness. I felt that way 50 years ago when I first started following politics, and they did it a whole lot different back then. They had panelists who sat there with the with the guys up front, and they would ask them the questions, and they would respond, and they would be in a studio. So anyway, that's just a personal feeling about the whole atmosphere of last night. It seemed more like a frat party they were throwing down and well, a bunch of kids. That's funny, what it seemed funny like. Funny you say frat party and age stuff because 
it was obvious the elders were attacking Vivek because he's young. And Pence brought that up when he's talking about the politicians and age stuff. Oh, yeah? Oh, good Lord. Well, I th- it might be a good idea to have everybody in Washington, D.C. pass a mental. Oh, yeah, 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 uh, 30 seconds, no. The American people can make those judgments. But let me say, I- I'm running for president of the United States because we don't need a president who's too old. And we don't need a president who's too young. Well, okay, that's fine. Uh, the, the, and look, uh, the, the, he was full of them last night, and so was Chris Christie. They were full of their one-liners last night. They were one little thing. fact, he's 38 years <coughs> old, Vivek. Yeah, so, how old's Pence? I think he's uh, 70s. Okay, no, so. No, he's got to be. Yeah, maybe he is. He so, might late, be. late 60s, something like but, that. I mean, you, you see what I'm saying, guys, is the age thing. Uh, Christie attacked uh, Vivek. Because of Pence, age? Well, yeah, Pence also did it twice uh, with the clips that I've seen. I think that what they were saying, and in this experience. is what I picked up, what they were talking about was that the lack of experience right. in politics, right? That we know how the swamp works, and when we get into the swamp, we're going to be able to work the swamp. Well, the hell with that. That's the last thing anybody wants. Nobody wants somebody who's going to work the swamp. We want somebody who's going to go in there and blow the swamp up and get rid of all of them. And he, and Ramaswamy says that he's going to do that, that he's going to go immediately, day one, he's going to fire most of the people at the Justice Department. Well, you have to do that. That's not an option. You have to do that. You have to do the same thing over at the Pentagon. You've got to go through the Pentagon like crazy and get rid of all this woke BS they're doing at the Pentagon and bring back a fighting machine. But also that, like what Nikki Haley said about foreign policy. He doesn't have any experience about that uh, with that. So, so? <laughs> talking about foreign policy no, 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 no. Well, here's what you do in a foreign policy situation. And Reagan was the master at this oh, stuff. It's going. who you surround yourself with. Right. Yes. So you go out and you and if if if, if Vivek wins. Right. Which I, good luck at that. But if he wins, then you can go get Nikki Haley to be your okay, secretary yeah. of state. That's the position that matters. Right. The person like a Mike Pompeo or somebody like that that's on the streets out there talking to the leaders of the world and bringing all that together, the president's not directing their day-by-day activities. Those guys are out there. they got a whole department. They're running all over the country, all over the world, dealing with foreign policy issues, and they're reporting back to the president when they have to have a decision on a really big issue. That's how they get to that. It's your offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator, Look, and you're the head coach. Tom Landry stood there with his fedora and his arms crossed because he had all these guys around him that were doing all the coaching, and he knew how to let them coach. Now, when it came to – Time to make a huge decision, down and distance and all that. They'd go to Tom, and they'd say, what do I need to do here? But that's how you do it. You surra- It's the people you surround yourself with. And right now we have, and you guys hear me say this all the time, that this is Barack Obama's third term. It is because all those people that are around Joe are Barack's people. And they're meeting with Barack up at the mansion, and it's all over Washington, D.C., but ABC ain't going to talk about it. So as far as last night, I think Vivek had a, a good night. Uh, I think he was a little excitable at the beginning. Somebody needs to turn his teeth down, have a <laughs> cup of coffee. If you don't like coffee, Vivek, have so, have a glass of tea, well, something that we're going to Start get, chewing. That, that, would something. Help, that would help his teeth tone down, drink more coffee. A little, little, more, little more coffee. Yeah, stain it, him just a little. Stand, it, can be, it can be decaf, Vivek. That's fine. But you need to turn those white teeth down a little bit. But I think he planted the flag on the issues that MAGA cares about. Now let me say something about Vivek real quick 
I have questions about some Soros stuff that he may have been tied to in the past. I don't know. I'm, I'm checking into this. I'm not saying he was. But I have some questions about that. I have some questions about some prior statements he made about climate change being real. Last night he called it a hoax. I got some questions about the whole Israel thing, although he denies that he wants to defund Israel and, and yank American funds away from Israel. But his positions were the closest positions to Donald Trump. He was Donald Trump's surrogate last night on that stage, hands down, no doubt about it. He was also the target. Why? Because his polls are going up. And when your polls are going up, and his polls are going to go up this morning, and his yep. fundraising is going to go his up this morning. His fundraising is going to go up. And, yes, he was a little excitable last night, but he's serious about this, you know. It's it, much better than being a milk toast dude like Tim Scott was last night and, and Ron DeSantis. As I said last hour, Ron DeSantis was playing not to lose last night. He's He knows he's going to make the next debate and the next one, so he's just going to chill and lay low until he gets to face the orange man, who's now turning white, by the way. His hair is turning white. The I, like, orange I like the look. Yeah. I do. Pence got the advice to be the attack dog last night, and he was being the attack dog last night trying to appear the most presidential, the guy with the most experience on the stage last night. He was trying to come off that way, and he was the elder statesman, and I can help you, and I can lead this country. We did it once before, and I can do it again, and so on and so forth. I still don't think he's a starter in this deal. I, he's not going to make it. He, he will not be the, the selection to be the, the candidate on the Republican side. No. He'll make a few more of the debates. But I think he's not – at the end of the day, it's not going to come down to a battle between Donald Trump and Mike Pence. I don't think it's going to happen. Uh, Ron DeSantis, again, was pretty milk toast uh, last night, again, playing not to uh, lose. Uh, Tim Scott was completely milk toast. We needed a good, strong, firm showing because I like Tim Scott a lot. I love what he stands for, the, the issues that he stands on. Well, that's his what? first night on the national stage, isn't it? I think it was. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, but I really wanted. It was also Vivek's first night, and I wanted to see both. You know, I wanted to see him come and 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 get after it. Nikki got after it last night. She's too much of a rhino for me. You know, she really is. I I, I put her in the rhino camp, and she's still over there for me. Uh, the others, you know, we were talking off the air a minute ago. Uh, Asa Hutchinson. Why was he even there last night? The other guy, uh, Doug. What? North Dakota. Yeah, he, he Burgum. Burgum. He oh, didn't Mr. need to be Achilles. Well, Mr. Scorsese's eyebrows. But yeah. no, he didn't. He rupture his Achilles, and that yeah, was the. Yeah, 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 yeah. He yeah, should yeah. have stayed in the ER. Yeah, yeah those guys didn't need to be. You could have put Larry Elder in there, and Larry I Elder would have been better. I would have liked to have seen yeah. that because he can handle himself. He's used to the national stage, yeah. and wouldn't have done the one-liners like you said the others are doing. Right. So as far as going forward, the next one's coming up at the end of September at the Reagan Library. <laughs> I think um, you, you get rid of Hutchinson. Yep. I mean, he, I think as far as today, he's gone. Same thing with Burgum. He's gone today. Hutchinson looks like Walter the Puppet. He's got to go. Uh, you get rid of those two. You get rid of Chris Christie. Chris yep. Christie was just a, a machine that was just firing off. He'd rapid fire, boom, 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 his one-liners, you yep. know, about, uh, you know, what, what, what was it? We don't need another Barack Obama up here or something about Vivek. So you get rid of those guys. I also think Tim Scott, I love you, man, but uh, next time, uh, you know, go get battle-tested. Get yourself some, some, some guts, if you will, as far as coming in and smashing mouth. Get rid of them. Get rid of him. And let's have a debate, finally, between Pence and DeSantis and Vivek and, and Nikki. Get it down to those four for the next one. That's going to be it. 
And then and then you're going to be down after that. And I think after that, you're probably going to have Pence go away and Nikki go away. And that's where Trump comes in. I don't know, but I think Trump with Vivek and uh, and DeSantis. I think that's your de- I think that's your final debate here. I think when you dwindle it down to those four, Trump will jump in. Well, I think that's going to happen before the next debate. I think that could happen before the next debate. I really do. I, I think you, you, you get down to those four. But Vivek loves Trump. Let's listen to this audio real quick when he yeah. proclaims him the best. Yeah. You raise your hand supporting. No. I'd like to hey. get in and respond. Let's just speak the truth, okay? President Trump, I believe, was the best president of the 21st century. It's a fact. And Chris Christie, honest to God, your claim that Donald Trump is motivated by vengeance and grievance would be a lot more credible if your entire campaign were not based on vengeance and grievance against one man. See, that's true. He's talking to Chris Christie. He's talking to Chris Christie, and that's absolute truth right there. So, you know, I I think that you're going to get down, and I'd like to see that happen before the next debate, where it comes down to Pence, DeSantis, uh, Nikki Haley, and and Vivek for uh, the next debate. And then after that, you toss one or two more out, and you got Trump in the middle of it. And I think it's going to come down to Trump, Vivek, and and, uh, and DeSantis at the end of the day. That's which is what I think. DeSantis has got to quit uh, playing defense now. He's got to start standing out more and staking out his positions. He helped himself on the border last night when he said he would use the military to treat the cartel as if they were ISIS. I think that helps him a lot. Because there was not enough on the border last night. There was not enough on the economy last night. You could have done the entire two hours on those two issues. You could have. So I he, think he's playing it close to the vest, though. Yes, that's what just, I was about to say. Just like. so they can all be ankle biters. So he just nailed that one aspect, which is the border. He uh-huh. nailed that last night. Nobody else beat him on that, correct? Yeah, I, yeah, no, I think he was very strong on that. I think he was strong on the uh, AGs over in, in Florida that he fired. They were Soros AGs. They were not doing their job. I think that was strong. And also the no lockdown position. Okay. I think that was strong. Those were three shining moments for DeSantis last night. But other than that, he played it real soft and mellow. He was just kind of there. Little jabs, no haymakers. Oh, no, he didn't land anything big. Okay. But, uh, you know, as far as the, the, the border is concerned, again, um, i got to take a break, but again, Every, almost everything that we're dealing with in our country right now, and I know that China and Russia is the big deal, right, the, as far as the World Alliance is concerned, and then you got Ukraine and World War III and all that. I understand all that. I'm not taking away from the importance of that. But what we're dealing with right here, tied back directly to our economy, number one, and what people are dealing with every day, trying to buy eggs and milk every day, and, and the destruction of the middle class in this country because of the inflation, and this is a planned destruction of the middle class that is happening. This is Barack Obama. This has always been his dream to do this to this country. When he said fundamentally transform America, this is what he meant. You will have the elites up here like him and then everybody else down here dirt poor, making money, sending it to them. That's exactly the plan for Barack Obama and the people that he rubs elbows with, and that's what they're carrying out out right now with Joe Biden's administration. So economy, number one, and number two is this border, because this border is causing a lot of other issues we're dealing with, from drugs to crime to homelessness in this country. You can directly write a lot of uh, of that back to the economy. I mean, back to the border. All right, quick break. 
We'll tell you about Lifestyles Unlimited, financialfreedomlivestream.com. Financialfreedomlivestream.com is where you go. And use my name, Ware, W-A-R-E, as your promo code. You'll get two years for half price of one if you use my name. So make sure you do that. This is where... One. At 625 now at KTSA. Good morning, San Antonio. Trey Ware here, 210-599-5555. Yeah, we could do that. Let's... um. We can up the phones. If you watched this last night, uh, 210-599-5555, what were your general thoughts on it? And how would you rank the winners and losers of last night? So would you say number one would be Ramaswamy, number two would be Pence, number three would be Haley, number four would be DeSantis, or how would you how would you put that down? 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. Haley and Pence fought over abortion last night. But it's going to take unapologetic leadership, leadership that stands on principle and expresses compassion for women in crisis pregnancies. I'll do that as president of the United States. He called my name, sir. So first of all, I will say it is in the hands of the people, and that's where it should be. But when you're talking about a federal ban, be honest with the American people. We haven't had 45 pro-life senators in over 100 years. So no Republican president can ban abortions any more than a Democrat president could ban all those state laws. Don't make women feel like they have to decide on this issue when you know we don't have 60 Senate votes in the House. 70% of the American people support legislation. But 70% of the Senate does not. Okay, and then this is where the fighting began, and then the noise began, and then nobody could figure out what the other was saying because everybody was screaming, and then they all jumped on top of each other. Bottom line was Nikki Haley was trying to say that, yes, you're not going to be able to do a federal time limit on abortion. And that blew up into this deal because they had mentioned that the Democrats support abortion all the way up to birth. And all these people like Jen Psaki and the others, after it was over, with going, no, we don't. Nobody supports abortion all the way to birth. Ha! El Presidente says he does. Okay? Joe Biden. That good Catholic Joe Biden. And there are many others, many other Democrats, and they're on tape. Go on YouTube and you can hear them for yourself, who all say, yes, abortion should be legal all the way to birth. Partial birth abortion. Deliver half the baby and then murder it. In the, in, in the birth canal, which is exactly what they're talking about. So uh, they were fighting over whether or not there should be a, a time limit, and I think it's 15 to 17 weeks for a national federal time limit. That's what they were fighting about there. 210-599-5555. There's some other news, you know. Donald Trump's going to turn himself in tonight. Got to be fingerprinted. Got to get his mug shot. Giuliani got his mug shot yesterday. We'll talk about that when we come back. We're also going to talk a little bit about the Tucker interview, which is now at 150 million views last night. And comparatively, Fox with that debate had about five people watch it when you compare those kinds of numbers. All that's coming up. Hess Fitness products for you to work out and feel better and do more and look better. The older you get, and I don't care if you're 35 or if you're 75 right now, the older you get, the more muscle tone you need to have. And I'm not talking about giant muscles. You know, no, 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 no. I'm talking about better muscle tone in the right places to help you with balance. The number one cause of death among older Americans is falls due to balance issues. Did you know that? So exercising in the cool comfort of your home, you don't have to risk getting out of the heat. 
You don't have to risk going anywhere. You can work out right at home with equipment from Hess Fitness Equipment. They have the largest selection of treadmills and ellipticals and bikes and all that around here to fit any budget. Get you the perfect feel. You can beat the heat with Hest. Start having quality workouts in your own home. And Hest always has the best price guarantee always. Whether it's for your home or your commercial facility, they have it all. They've been doing this for more than 40 years right here in San Antonio. Stop by. Meet their friendly staff. They're great guys. They're never pushy. They're just some guys that help you understand what the workout gear can do for you to get you in the best shape of your life because Hest is best. Look better, feel better, and do more. Hess Fitness Equipment, 281 and Thousand Oaks. Wake up, people. You're optimizing every waking hour. Say, let's go to the Stevens Roofing Newsmaker Hotline, John Hayward from Breitbart.com. He joins us Wednesdays at this time, but I asked him to come back today, and he was very gracious with his time to do so to break down last night's debate. So, John, what'd you think? Well, everybody took their shot. I thought that of the the candidates there, I found myself wondering why Bergam and Hutchinson were there. I don't think they'll be back. But I thought, you know, given the very low expectations for him, Bergam did a pretty good job for himself. You know, I think he made a positive impression. He's not uh, presidential candidate material, but seems like a decent guy. And then of the rest of them, you know, Vivek Ramaswamy just made himself such a spectacle. And I guess it accomplished his goals, because I see Mm -hmm. there is talk of how uh, internet interest in him spiked searches for him were the highest of any of the candidates or something like that. Hardly a indicator that he won or any such thing, but I think that's what he was trying to do. He wanted to get people interested, and mm-hmm. he wanted people to leave the debate saying, who is that guy? And you know, I guess that's, that's what he got. But he just comes across as such a lightweight, and he, he's going to have such a hard time working around that. And if you're the outsider, if you're a businessman, you're not a politician, that's the last thing you can be. The last thing you can be is just one mic drop soundbite after another without any real thought given to your policies or what they mean or how you're going to address objections to the ideas that are brought up by you. And I think that that really stood out in the Ukraine uh, war argument where he just, what was he even saying? He, he thinks if we give Ukraine to Russia, they'll be our friends. And I, I don't even understand what he was trying to say there. I think he had this dim idea that he would say, hey, we spend too much money on Ukraine and we should spend it on the border. Mic drop, I win. And that didn't work. And he had no idea where to go next. Yeah, and he he really was the lightning rod last night, obviously, because his polling has been going up. So Mike Pence was going after him. Chris Christie was going after him. Nikki Haley went after him. You know, those heavyweights there that are very experienced at doing this, they took their shot, their best shot at uh, Vivek last night. How do you think uh, the rest of them turned out? Pence obviously was on the attack last night more than I have seen him. There's more fire in him last night than I've seen in a while. Yeah, I'm not sure how it's going to play with people. I think it's surprising, and in much the same way, in a different uh, technique, but his goal is the same. People are going to talk about him. They, uh, nobody even really knew much about him as vice president, because VP is what it is. You know, So he didn't make a whole lot of news up until January 6th as the vice president, and now people are saying, who was that guy? He came out swinging like a boss. He acted like he was in charge. He projected a lot of confidence and forcefulness. It's going to turn some people off, but I think for, for other people, it'll be a little impressive, but he's going to have the hardest time of anybody convincing you know trump voters that he they should pick him instead of trump that is going to be one brutal bare knuckle fight if he tries to go after trump's support base and then ron DeSantis, i thought very good in his answers when he had answers but he didn't grab enough time i think nope. he ended up in fourth place for speaking time uh, he didn't break the rules he scrupulously obeyed the debate rules which is nice but that means he didn't get a lot of star moments where he jumped into scrums and you know took the spotlight away he never really did that and then when he when he had the camera the other 
candidates. They were so clever about not mentioning him. It was amazing how consistent they all were in never including him in anything they said, which meant he never got a chance to respond, which meant he ended up in fourth place on speaking time. Yeah, and and he, uh, to me, this way I, I I viewed him. He was playing not to lose last night because he's been teetering, right? His his poll numbers have not been all that fantastic lately, and he's just trying to hang in there until they get this field winnowed down and Orange Man shows up. That's what I think. Yeah, I think you're right, and I think his other mission is to prove that he's not a detonated on the launch pad kind of guy. He's not a failure to launch campaign. He's serious. He's in it. He he's going for his issues, his policy stuff. He wants to treat the election as a serious contest. I think he succeeded in projecting that. So I I don't think he'll bleed support, but I don't think he's going to skyrocket after this. Not not from this debate. Maybe if he if he's in another one that's smaller and he gets more speaking time, he can really break out. But I don't think he did this time. Tim Scott, Nikki Haley, your thoughts. Uh, Nikki Haley seems like the best of the old-fashioned Republican candidates. If this was a, a campaign 15 or 20 years ago, yeah. I think she'd be getting a lot of buzz. You know, I, I don't know if that's going to work with today's Republican electorate, and I don't know how well it will play with the general electorate, but she had a couple good answers. I thought she had an ex- exceptionally good answer when she was talking about China and green energy and how all this green energy stuff is just stuffing money in China's pocket. She's absolutely correct. And I think that was a great point that she made there. So I had to give her a hat tip for that one. I've said the same thing myself. So you have to salute when somebody picks up your your line there. And Tim Scott, I thought he just he seems like the candidate least likely to stand his guns. When the media comes after him, when they attack him, he's going to break. And I think that goes back to him falling for a Kamala Harris soundbite of all damn things right at the beginning of the, the campaign. This is not someone who is going to wait in there swinging and fight, fight, fight for the issues. That's what the base wants. So I don't think he's going anywhere. Meanwhile, Donald Trump was on Tucker's Twitter account, and uh, they got like 150 million views for, for, for what they were doing with Donald Trump. Totally the star of last night's show. Obviously, the big gorilla that was not in the room last night, he was over there with Tucker, and Tucker had some really great, uh, interesting questions for him last night. Did you get a chance to see any of that? I did see a bit of it. I was more focused on the main debate, but I still wish he'd been on the debate stage. You know, right. this, we need a chance to see them all. And I think as, as primary voters, we deserve that. I hope we get that in the future. I get why he skipped this one, but mm-hmm. I want him part of the next one. He should be. And when it comes to comparing them, look at the, the main debate. He wasn't mentioned a whole lot in, in the primary candidates debate. Mm-hmm. He came up once or twice, not in a big way, wasn't mentioned a lot by name. Well, that that's not reasonable when you're talking about people running against a front runner with a 20, 30 point lead. You know, that. He needs to be there, and they need to have their chances to take their shots at him. What do you think about the topics? Uh, I was kind of surprised at how consistently the moderators were the Democratic Party spokespeople. And, and you don't expect that out of Fox News. Maybe you should. Maybe everybody should understand that Fox isn't what it used to be. But it was kind of amazing how every question was, here's this great Democratic position. How can you possibly disagree with this? You know, <laughs> gun control. How can you possibly stand there and say we don't need gun control? I, I was just amazed at that attitude. And maybe it's doing them a little bit of a favor because that's what the rest of the media is going to do to them. So it, it, it toughens them up. But I don't know. I just don't get where the moderators are coming from with some of what they did you know you just nailed it perfectly and what i've been saying all morning and that is there was not these subjects were touched on but they were not fleshed out enough to my liking the two big shining issues that are having the largest impact on american lives today are issues in which the democrats and this administration suck at right now number one the economy number two 
the border. I wanted to hear more about how the middle class is being destroyed by Barack Obama's third term in office, okay? I wanted to hear more about how people today, families on average, are having to spend $10,000 more for just the same thing they were buying three years ago, you know, just the sustenance. I'm not talking about the niceties of life. I'm not talking about discretionary things. I'm talking about just to feed their families. They're spending ten grand more. I wanted to hear more about that. I wanted to hear how they were going to get us out of that, how they were going to turn this economy around and put us back on solid ground. Also, the border. So many things are tied to the border, whether you're talking about crime in America's streets, homelessness that's uh, you know blowing out of control in every street, or the drug problems killed 100,000 of our, of our kids. And I wanted more of that. And I think the reason that the moderators didn't press those issues or camp out on those issues is because the Democrats are doing so poorly with those issues. That was kind of cover for them. Yeah, I really can't shake the impression that the moderators were told to avoid asking anything that makes Joe Biden look really, right. really bad. Right. They, they stayed away from his weakest issues. How can they not have asked about his unholy freaking disaster in Hawaii? Right. This is maybe the low point of the American presidency to date. The Hawaiians are shaking their middle fingers at him and screaming in rage as he drives past and not a single question about how Joe Biden screwed up Hawaii. I mean, that that's kind of amazing. Now, the candidates said some of that stuff. They did bring up uh, in, in immigration and illegal immigration when they had a chance to, but they had to do it. They had to shoehorn it into other questions about law and order and so forth. And that really, sh- the moderator's job was to bring that up as an issue that's of great concern to Americans. Well, there's other things. You know, you got the whole civil rights issue uh, of, of, of COVID and the government attempting to bring the COVID mask mandates and the vax mandates. Nothing about that. Nothing about election integrity. I'm telling you right now, in America, John, across the fruited plain, people feel like their vote is being canceled out by illegal things that happened at the at the ballot box not one thing was was said about that last night and i realize you got two hours so there's only a certain and you got all you know you got eight people up there in two hours so there's only a certain amount of things that you can cover but you could i could do an entire two hours with these people on the economy and the border and all the tentacles that come out through there and i just felt kind of cheated on that and i here's another thing for me and this is i, I know this is early on and it's stylistic to me but I really care about what happens to this country. I've got two granddaughters that are going to grow up in this mess that's been created by the Democrats and the Democrat Party, and, and a lot of Republicans, too. So I want to hear what these people have to say. And with them talking over each other the way they did last night, and with the crowd being stupid and yelling and hollering and jumping around you know, like it was a worldwide wrestling match, that's just, to me, that's stylistic. I, it, it, what Their substance did not cut through enough because of all those things I thought, I felt like, got in the way. I, I actually want a real debate where I can hear their their issues and I want to hear what they're going to do on those issues and I want to flesh those things out and I felt kind of cheated because of that last night too. Yeah, I think that's why they were trying to enforce some structure on the debate. And like I said, DeSantis played along with it. A couple of the other candidates did, and some of them didn't. And clearly the ones who didn't obey the debate rules were trying to have that big moment, that memeable right. Internet clash, you know, that, that would put them on the map and everything. That's just the way it is in debates these days. But I do wish they just had more time to talk about what they're actually going to do and how they're going to do it. And how you're going to do it is important. That's where Vivek right. kept falling down. And I think the others hit him pretty well on this. He has these ideas, and then you ask, Vivek, how are you going to do this? How are you going to get? At one point, they lectured him on how the Senate works, and he just looked like flummox, like he had no idea that's how the American legislative process works. That's not a good look. Yeah, yeah, and I think now they're they're going to go to the Reagan Library at the end of September. Um, what faces do you think we will see and not see when they head that direction? 
I really think we'll lose Bergam and Hutchinson. We might lose Scott. I guess it'll it'll depend. I think we're guaranteed that we're going to have Pence, DeSantis, Haley still going to be there. Vivek's still going to be there. He's got some energy after this one. So, I mean, I think they'll still be there. It'll be a smaller stage, and I think that will be to the good. And I really hope Donald Trump is there. Yeah. He really needs to show up and, and spar with these guys. That's my five. Um, I You know, I think Christie's gone. I think Asa Hutchinson's gone. I think uh, Bergam's gone. And I think Tim Scott, for as much as I like some of the things that Tim Scott says, you two milk toast, as you said he wouldn't he didn't draw fire he didn't pull the pull the gun out yet last night and get busy and uh and so i I think you're going to get down to those four plus donald trump uh he needs to get in and i think he'll get in with those four uh when they go to california did you did you have and i know everybody asked this question did you have a clear winner in your mind okay this person was the clear winner last night I don't think so. I think a couple of them did what they set out to do. I'd right. say Pence, uh, Vivek in his way, DeSantis in his way, and Haley. Yeah, I think they all did what they went there to do. That's exactly what I had. That's exactly what I've been saying all morning. Man, I appreciate you coming back this morning so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you for always being with us and breaking this stuff down for us. Thanks very much for having me. We'll talk again next uh, Wednesday. That's John Hayward, Breitbart.com, Breitbart.com. Quickly here, Manuel, you're on KTSA, <laughs> man. Go right ahead, sir. Doing all right? I mean, okay, I think he's talking to somebody else. You know, ordering breakfast. Okay, quick break. Coming right back. I want to tell you about Shirts Funeral Home. The great people at Shirts Funeral Home to take care of your family. Right now, your family is, is super important to Shirts Funeral Home. And when you lose a loved one and you need to plan a funeral for a loved one, you can turn to Shirts Funeral Home, and they're going to be here to help you every step of the way. They answer your call anytime. They meet with you right there in their conference room to show you everything about planning a funeral, all the different products and the services that are available to you and to your family. And they do a wonderful job of carrying out that service when that day comes. I also want you to know about pre-planning and pre-need with Shirts Funeral Home. You can buy that as well. It's a smart idea. You plan your own funeral. You pay for it in today's dollars instead of your kiddos having to do that later on in life. And uh, and it's already done. And it's a smart idea, and they'll help you walk through that process as well over at Church Funeral Home. For all of your funeral planning services, they got it all right there in one place, one stop, and that is Church Funeral Home at 210-658-9224. Shop local at Green Carpet Company. High quality. Where appear courtesy of the Stevens Roofing Newsmaker Hotline. Yeah. Thank you, Stephen. Great Pledge of Allegiance. Let's hear some NXS now. Make you drive just a little bit faster. <laughs> 655 at KTSA. Good morning. The pledge number 210-654-5155. If you'd like to leave the Pledge of Allegiance on my voicemail, that's uh, how you do it. Okay, so coming up on Where in Rima, of course we'll be breaking down the debate, but there's other news that's going on too, you know. Like uh, Orange Man, who's now letting his hair go white, was on with Tucker last night. And, man, did they rack up the millions of views. So we'll talk about that. Because Tucker I, – I love the fact that Tucker's not involved in corporate media anymore. And he leans over and he says, uh, did Jeffrey Epstein kill himself? And Trump went, I think he probably did. And Tucker said, no, he was murdered. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. And then he said what I've been saying all along. The whole persecution, prosecution, now they got to kill you, right? Yeah. That's what he said. He said, every time they prosecute you, your numbers go up, so now they're just going to kill you, aren't they? I mean, I love Tucker. I think he's just on it. I think he's free now. He's a free bird. He's a free man. He can say anything he wants. So we'll talk about that. We'll also talk about this guy up in the Fort Worth Independent School District who took a book out of his kiddo's school's library 
took it to the school board meeting and was arrested for reading pornography. That's right, for reading pornography in front of the school board in public. He was grabbed, manhandled by the cops and drug out of the school board meeting, but he got the book from his son's school library. And then you've got the other story of the kid, uh, Christopher Hardis at Stoughton uh, River High School, who that's in Virginia, who drove his truck to class the other day with the flag of the United States in the back of his truck. They kicked him out of school. We'll talk about that, too. Where and Ryman next, KTSA. If you're on the job day in and day out, you know living.